Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios based in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Kevin's got more than three decades of experience in the financial planning world, and that's why he joins us each week for healthy guidance and advice when it comes to financial matters. And we get the local perspective, somebody in the Tri-City area who's born and raised and uh, knows what's important uh, when you live around here. And Kevin, I'm looking forward to our conversation today, our first show of 2024. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you also, Walter. How's things going in your world? Pretty good. Did you watch the uh, the, the ball drop and ring in the New Year awake? or did you I, I rang in the New Year awake. You uh, did? Couple oh, of, yeah, nice. we did. We went up north to um, Black Mountain and stayed there and had a nice dinner and we had friends over and just, yeah, we had a pretty good time, so. I got to say, New Year's, I, I'm I'm always enjoying living in Colorado all seasons, and I can find many different reasons for why I've enjoyed the move out here. But I will say New Year's Eve gives me an extra perspective because we watch the ball drop in New York, and it's only 10 o'clock, and then we get to go to bed. <laughs> no, that's, that's something <laughs> nice. Huh? We don't really wait for midnight here. We can go ahead and just still kind of ring in the New Year with the East Coast mm-hmm. and then get a reasonable uh, reasonable sleep afterwards. Well, so. Did you watch any of the ball bowl games? Uh, we did, yeah. We watched some of the bowl games then on on uh, on Monday and enjoyed um, kind of watching those. I don't know if I enjoyed the results, but uh, I, I, I probably these are probably fighting words. I, I shouldn't say what I want to say about <laughs> you're not who a Wolverine fan. For. I'm taking it, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, mm-hmm. I feel like I might make some enemies on on the show here, Kevin. I don't know, but I think I think you'll be okay. It, I, I, you're I, you're I, from the Carolinas. Everybody I'm from the Carolinas. Eh, yeah. Well, you know, we can we can have some fun with it, right? I yeah. I haven't liked the whole cheating thing this year, and mm-hmm. so you know, it gives me a a reason to root against somebody. I suppose would be the case, <laughs> but. Um, I don't know. I, I guess uh, it's not bad, though. I mean, do you really want to see Alabama in there again? So I guess it's nice to at least have some fresh bud in the championship game. Yeah. Well, not only that, did you watch the Lions game? Oh, they got robbed. And see, oh, I, I can yeah. re-earn. I, I, I love the Lions. I've really, uh, I've really enjoyed. I'm not trying to hop on the bandwagon or anything, but when I saw um, Hard Knocks, when they covered the Lions a couple years ago, and 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 I, I just love Dan Campbell's energy yeah. and the way yeah. they did the show. I got wrapped up in some of the the players and their stories. I immediately when I watched, it, I said the Lions are going to be a team to watch. Like they're going to be good. Dan Campbell's going to turn this team around with that energy and that outlook. And he's fun to watch. I love how aggressive he is too. <laughs> oh, he's 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 going to go get them <laughs> to a, to a fault. You know, after yeah, that, yeah. after they got kind of screwed over a little bit on that play, I was like, okay, just take the just take the extra point, take this thing to overtime. You still got momentum. Like you can still make this happen. He's like, no, we're gonna we're gonna still go from <laughs> from the we're seven. Finish it now. Yep. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that's his mentality, and that's the spirit. And he honestly had not not a whole lot to lose, right? Like, yeah, maybe they would have had a chance at a higher seed if they won that game. But, he, you know, he's like, we're already in the playoffs. And I think he wants his team to have this mentality of, like, whatever they put in our way, we're going to steamroll through it. So, Well, they did steamroll through the first one. It's just they got, you know, 
unruly yeah. call there. So, yeah. Oh, it was a great drive. It was a great game. I hate that it ended like that. Definitely felt like they got robbed a little bit. Yep. yep. I will be rooting big time for the Lions through the playoffs. So, even All if right. I. If I made some enemies in, in maybe some, some non-Michigan uh, college <laughs> fandom, maybe I can make back some friends with being okay with the Lions. How about that? There you go. <laughs> well, we have our first show of the new year, Kevin. So new topics to dive into. And obviously, we're going to have something sort of new year related here on our first show of 2024. So we've got a little bit of a New Year's checklist to work through with you. We're not going to make some long, crazy checklist. These are just four things to kind of think about, uh, maybe kind of check through on your own as you listen through the show today or after the program. Maybe you can go and kind of just ponder and uh, take a look at a couple of these things. And it'll help you out as it relates to your financial plan in 2024 and uh, talk to you a little bit about some of the actionable items you can do here at the beginning of the year. That sound good to you, Kevin? Yeah, sounds like fun. All right, let's do it. So let's first talk about tax withholdings. If we're creating a new year checklist, tax withholdings would be a great place to start. What specifically, Kevin, are we checking on here? Well, when you get tax withholdings, they're going to come from a couple of places, right? So if you're working and you're getting a paycheck, they're withholding tax there. But if you're retired and you're receiving income from your investments, you should be probably withholding tax there also. So the thing to watch out for, are you withholding too much? Now, some people that we talk to, they come in and they like that big refund. I'm not a big fan of that big refund because Uncle Sam is keeping your money all that time. You're really not getting anything for them keeping it with the you know with the exception of you getting a big lump sum check in February or March or whenever time you file your taxes. But I think it's a, a good time to look at it and see that maybe if you could trim that uh, tax withholding out, maybe that can help you out on the other side and put more money into your 401k and maybe offset a little bit of that. Because remember, the contributions in the 401k are tax deferred if you're doing the traditional. The Roth, they're not, but the traditional, they are. So now's the time to sit down. We're at January 1st. We talk about this every year. Sit down and start doing some tax planning because you know you have 12 months ahead of you. People generally are you know sitting down right now and going through everything that they that they had or getting ready for their accountant and all those types of things. But tax withholdings is a big issue that I think too many people overlook and maybe you could fine tune it a little bit. Yeah, great point, Kevin. Tax withholdings, definitely something to take a look at each year as your circumstances change. I do always find that difficult choosing, you know, because it doesn't translate, right? When you're trying to do those calculations and stuff, are you a zero or a one or a two, yes. the the exemptions and all those kinds of things. And that doesn't really translate to dollars in, I think, the average person's head. So it's hard to kind of see the difference of what's a zero versus a one. What's the impact of that? Um, so I think that can be something that well, is tough for people. And then especially if you make side income and trying to deal with 1099 income and make sure making sure you're withholding extra from paychecks for those kinds of things. That can all be a bit confusing. So is that something you help people figure out if they're still in their working years and trying to make those changes year to year? We'll do that. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, Walter, because we have uh, I work a lot with uh, Eloy here in town at Tom's Tax Service. And we'll just give him a call and say, based on this, you know, what would you project? And he's got it. He's got all the calculations right there. And Eloy does a great job at it. So I'll work hand in hand with somebody's accountant saying, you know, we want to we want to, you know, trim maybe the, the month or withholding. We want to add some more to maybe their 401ks or IRAs or whatever it is. What is the bottom line? So in order for you to figure out that bottom line instead of percentage like Walter's saying, it's a good time to contact your CPA or your accountant too and get those get those answers Why it's still fresh. It's, it's January. You got 12 months to take care of this and maybe help you on the back end and get you to retirement quicker. 
great point. Let me give Kevin's number out in case you do want to get in touch with him and uh, talk a little bit more about your tax situation as we head into the year. Don't worry, we're not done with tax talk on our checklist. You know, the new year as we approach tax time, it's going to be a topic of conversation for a while. Uh, but if you want to go ahead and reach out while it's on your mind, 888-885-PLAN is the number to reach Kevin. 888-885-PLAN. All right, so second thing on our New Year checklist after tax withholdings is to look at retirement account contributions. Can we tweak? Can we adjust? We just did this, Kevin. I took a look and said, oh, we have uh, new maximum contributions to 403B and 401K accounts and those kinds of things. And so had to make a little adjustment to what's withheld from the old paycheck. Well, again, this is a perfect time to start doing that. And I think, you know, I, I... Are you maxing out? And then like Walter said, they just increase the amount you can so you can put a little bit more. Or more importantly, if you're maxing out, um, you, you may want to look at if do you have the Roth option inside your 403B, your 401k, so on. And if you do, maybe do you contribute a little bit more to that Roth, a little bit less to your traditional? What's the what's the perfect balance that will help you getting into retirement so that maybe some of that money will be tax-free? And um, remember, if it's free, it's for me. That was one of my clients' m- models, uh, um, Walter. If, it, but that if it's was, free, uh, it's for it's me. Free, I like it's that. for me, yep. They, they so, did not believe in the, uh, you know, nothing in life is free. Uh, no. Other mantra. No, they, they were like, if it's free, it's for me. It's I'm there. free, it's for me, yep. <laughs> That's how I was in college. Free pizza? I'm there. Where, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> it was called Bates, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but on the other hand, too, if you're only contributing a little bit, to, now is the time. Sit down with your advisor. And show, what if I increase, especially if you're a younger person, what if I increase how much I put in to my 401, 403, whatever it is, by, say, 5% a year? And do the projection. On our simplicity process, we can show that, and we can show you the difference if you stay where you're at. If you increase, you know, say, 5% a year into the 403B and you continue it for until you get ready to retirement, that can add up to a huge amount. And then, again, if we if we can kind of tweak the balance between the Roth uh, version and the traditional version inside your account, it could make a huge difference going into retirement. It's because it's not really how much you make. It is in, in, a, in a certain way, but it's how much you keep. And that's what we're talking about. And that's what that Roth IRA or Roth contributions inside your 401k or 403b can be very powerful later on in life. It's a great point. So keep these first two things in mind, those tax withholdings. What's the benefit of checking on that and making sure it's correct? It means the proper amount is going to be withheld each year. So you're not going to be losing out on money you could have in your pocket throughout the year. And you're also not going to end up with a big tax bill when it comes to tax time if you have those withholding amounts more properly designed. And then the benefit of these retirement account contributions, pretty obvious, just making sure that you're saving the right amount, that you're maximizing those savings if that's your goal. Or if you're just trying to increase a little bit each year, just making sure you continue to do that. Try to increase that amount of savings each time uh, that you are saving for retirement. All right, something else that we can do in our New Year checklist, item number three, we're back to the tax angle. And this would be to go ahead and uh, gather your tax information, um, start getting it together, start looking at it. What's the benefit here of not waiting to the last minute, Kevin? Well, I can, you know what I did yesterday, Walter? What's that? Most of the day I gathered my tax info. You did already? Up already? Already, yes, because I don't, I'm one of these people, I don't want to wait till April 15th, because if you do, generally what happens? Well, you're going to you, miss, you're, you're you're miss something. You're going to scramble, or you may even not even have enough time to, to get yep. those taxes done. Uh, that, and you're going to stress yourself out. You're going to do all these things that you, yep. you don't want to do. So, or you know. if you are, I, this happened to me one year, Kevin, back when I was doing. Um, uh, not the standard deduction, but the itemized deductions. Mm-hmm. But I waited so long that I ended up just kind of rushing. 
and I didn't feel like calculating certain things. And I was like, oh, I, I don't want to go find all those old receipts for X, Y, and Z. So I ended up missing out on opportunities because I just said, eh. And I just said, I, I don't have time to do it. And so I ended up missing out that year because of that itemization and that procrastination. I had a couple more things I probably could have you know, put into that itemization list and, and get a bigger refund. But because I waited the last minute, eh, didn't didn't do it that year. Isn't so. that procrastination, right? Yeah. We always talk about it. Left a little so, on the table. So, and, and these days, it's easier than ever. You can you know you can get Quicken. Um, you can get. I use FreshBooks here at my office, where if you use your credit card for certain expenses, it automatically go in there for you, and automatically calculate everything out for you. So there's lots of things that you can do to get prepared throughout the year don't wait till the last minute you can have those programs i kind of just mentioned and it'll be automatic when things are going through and then at the end of the year and the beginning of the year in the quarters you can check it out and see your overall overall tax uh, picture and it'll give you a really good idea don't wait till january to figure this stuff out you know look every quarter that's what we do here we look every quarter make sure we're on track we're doing the things okay and um, we don't want to get in trouble with uncle sam you remember that there's always penalties if you don't do something correctly so stay out of that realm and uh, stay stay on the good side and do those things that you need to do to get all your you know your tax info gathered, you know prioritize it and um, get it to your accountant and, and go from there. We're talking to Tri City Area Financial Coach Kevin Ray on the show about the New Year financial checklist. So far, we've covered making sure you're checking in on those tax withholdings and that you are withholding the right amount making sure that you're contributing the right amount to your retirement accounts. Can you increase that here at the beginning of the year? If you are used to maximizing, don't forget that those income uh, or those uh, contribution limits have increased a little bit, so you can increase your contributions as well. That doesn't happen automatically. And go, go ahead and gather that tax info. Make that a priority in January instead of waiting to April to tackle it. Last but not least, get a good picture of your overall retirement health. Always good to do that at the beginning of the year as well, because it gives you the year to make changes if that health is not an A or an A, you know, or at least a B plus or something like that. But Kevin, how do you assess that at the beginning of the year? That sounds like a little bit bigger task than just checking in on tax withholdings and those kinds of things. Well, it is. And, you know, people come into our office and a lot of times I'll say, do you have a plan? And I would say most people really don't have a plan. So that's where you start. You need a plan that you can look at every year to see if you're on track or not. And, you know, if you're younger, you got lots of years. But if you're four or five years out, well, you got to you got to get serious about this. You got to have that plan. You got to look, are you on track? Do I make adjustments? What can I do to be more tax efficient? You know, and my returns not been so good. Am I getting dividends? I reinvested them. Am I, you know, con- con- you know, taking my contributions and putting as much as I can into the 401s or 403s, those types of things. And the only way you're going to find out, we say this each and every week, Walter, I know we do is to sit down and do with your advisor, get that plan put together. Now, in our office, we call it the Simplicity Plan. And it's a simple plan. It's not a 50-page report. I, you know, It's a three-page, four-page report where you can look. You can log on to it. We give you access to it. You can log on to it and look at it every single day if you want. And you can see whether you're on track. You can see what's going to happen one year from now, two years from now, three years from now, 10 years from now. You, It's all right in front of you. So, and if there's adjustments that need to be made, maybe we can make a little bit more into the Roth contributions like we talked a little bit. We can put all that stuff in there. If you have life events coming up where we have to set aside dollars, all of that things can do. But how do you check your overall retirement health? 
is you got to look back on your plan that you had last year. And if you don't have a plan, make that a priority. This is January. Make that one of your goals this year. Get that plan put in place so from this point forward, you can look back and see if you're on track to meet your goals and you get in retirement. And if you do have that plan put in place, you can make adjustments along the way. And a lot of times when you sit down and you start doing this, it energizes the people we talk to, Walter. And so it energizes them so they start doing more planning. They start you know, investing more. They start spending less. And it gets them to retirement maybe two, three, four years ahead of time. So get that plan put in place. Don't procrastinate. It's January 1st. A lot of us made resolutions. Make that one of yours. Very good. It is so important to have a good feel of what your health is. I mean, think about it from just a health standpoint. If, if you know that, hey, there's something, something's wrong, something doesn't feel quite right, I'm not feeling 100%, we go to the doctor, we go get it looked at, we, we try to change up our diet, we do some things to fix that problem, fix that feeling. Well, it should be the same thing in your retirement health. If you're kind of like, ah, I, don't, I don't know if I'm ready for retirement, I don't know if I'm on the right track, I don't know if I'm going to meet my goals, that should give you that same sneaking feeling that maybe something's not right with you health-wise, uh, but now on the financial perspective. And so the same reaction should occur. Talk to somebody like Kevin. Hey, take a look at me. See, see what I got going on here. Look at look at my financial plan. Am I am I set up properly? Am I missing something? Do I need to add some whatever whatever the equivalent of more greens in your diet would be in your finances? You know, do I need to add that in? Um, do I have a proper allocation over here? Those are the kinds of things that you can get figured out and answered, and then really have that strong assessment of what your retirement health looks like. So, if you need some help doing that health assessment want to go through a planning process with Kevin Ray, your financial coach here in the Tri-City area. It's very easy to do. You can get in touch with Kevin online at insightfolios.com, insightfolios.com, or you can call 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note. Kevin or the Sensational Stacy will follow up with you to set up a time to chat. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. More to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. That's what we thought. Marching along on Simply Financial today, Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, born and raised in Penn Conning. That's where the office is today. Kevin's also the co-author of the book, uh, navigating through retirement, which you can get a copy of when you come in for a meeting and a visit with Kevin and the team. If you want to get in touch, it's very easy. You can email Kevin, Kevin at insightfolios.com, or you can call 888-885-PLAN, 888-885-PLAN. I guess that would actually be, uh, what would be, what would be five eights in a row? It w- so it wouldn't be quadruple eight Quintuple? Quintuple, yes. Quintuple? Some, quintuple? Yeah, Something yeah. like that. So that, that doesn't quite roll off the tongue as easy when giving the phone number, though, does it? Quintuple no. 8 5 <laughs> plan is the number. <laughs> we'll have to start using that. It's kind of catchy, though. <laughs> quintuple 8 5 plan. <laughs> I like it. I think people would be like, what? What are you yeah, saying? Yeah. Doesn't doesn't quite follow the traditional phone number cadence, but uh, but that's okay. All right, Kevin, let's talk a little bit about legacy and estate planning on today's show. You know, we started things off today talking about kind of some of the checklist items people could do here at the new year. I think this could really just be an extension of that checklist, but we'll dedicate a whole segment to it instead. But the beginning of the year would be a great time to kind of just make sure as well that your uh, that your estate planning is set up properly. That you're starting to ask those important questions about you know what happens to your wealth. 
wealth when you near the end of life and if you want to pass that on to the next generation and some of those big questions and, and longer-term pieces of the equation. So uh, let's dedicate a few minutes to this discussion. Now, when we talk about estate planning, I think most people think, okay, I now have to get an attorney involved uh, if I'm going to go down this estate planning road. So is that always the case? Is it, is it pretty much mandatory that a, an attorney is going to enter the picture here? Well, not necessarily always the case, but let me give you the three, the couple of things I always ask. Everybody comes in my office, Walter. And the first one is, do you have a financial power of attorney? So why would people need a financial power of attorney? Well, let's say that you're married and that your spouse and you are going along and you have some kind of health incident or you're in an accident or something, some, something like that, and you're unable to act for yourself. Well, who's going to, who's going to write checks for you? Who's going to pay your bills? If your spouse needs money from, say, your 401k, can that spouse get it out of that 401k without your signature? No. That's why you need these powers of attorney. Um, and then also the health power of attorney, too. So I'm asking everybody, do you have those things? If not, us advisors, we don't do them. We always, I don't, you know, I have an attorney in my office. We'll, we'll have you talk to that attorney if you want. But those are the two things that I think everybody needs Um going into this estate plan because somebody's going to have to take off now if you're second marriage or maybe um, you have um, you know children some having you know issues maybe their special needs and you know yes we need we need special needs trust for them do you have children who are more thrifty with money or some that you, you're afraid if you leave them amount of money that maybe it's going to go back and create a, a problem for them, maybe a drug problem. Now, all these things I'm talking about is what happened in my office. That's what I'm talking about. Then you can specify in a trust, this this child gets X amount, this child gets X amount. However you want to do that, you can kind of control it from the grave. So most of the time, I think, just for the powers of attorney, you're going to need to see the attorney. And then if you have, you know, large estates, if you have, you know, a lot of stocks, um, you, you know, you're going to want to do something with those stocks. So it passes down to your beneficiaries the best possible way. If you have a lot of land, there's lots of issues that when people come into my office, I'm saying, let's get an attorney involved because, you know, I can take care of the financial stuff, but I can see, you know, a headache coming down the road if you don't, if you don't do this with the attorney. Now, again, I'm not an attorney, but I advise you to go see one. And those are just some of the common everyday things that come up in my, in my practice when I'm sitting talking talking with people that they're missing. So yeah, most of the time we need to sit down with the attorney and do something. So let's talk a little bit more about that connection then. What role does the financial advisor play in the legacy and estate planning process? Because you, you don't just turn people over and then walk away, right, for this, this whole part oh, of no. the equation. No, we're going to do the planning. So you know, in the estate planning process, sometimes we have to use life insurance because you have enough, you have a big taxable situation. So we're going to, maybe we want to put that in a trust. So that's where we're going to go talk to the, the attorney. We want to put this in the trust and here's the reason why. Um, a lot of other things too is the legacy the planning of it. Um, like I said earlier, maybe you have a couple of kids um, that you're, you're fine with leaving them a lump sum, but maybe the other one you're not. Well, we need to discuss that. And then we need to set up a separate account, the advisor does, for that for, for that one child that maybe will get in trouble. And then we have to talk to the attorney and get some planning process done there. We work a lot with the, uh, the attorney here. My attorney in my office is Cynthia Fullwood. We'll talk back and forth a lot. What, what's the best way, you know, the most tax-efficient way that it, when this person walks out on life that we can leave this estate to their heirs with the least amount of tax and the least amount of confusion and the least amount of stress? And then 
like I said, we, we go back and forth, you know, Cynthia and I back and forth all the time. What if we did this? What if we did that? And then when we finally get down to what our clients are sitting down and what they want to do, then we'll put that plan together and we'll button it all up for you. And I think that's a much easier process than waiting to the last minute and then putting all that onto your kids and then trying to figure out what would mom and dad want. Well, don't do that. Figure it out now and so they know what mom and dad wants and get that uh, planning done. Can you give us some specific examples, Kevin, of conversations you've had recently with clients in this area of their financial plan? Well, I've kind of mentioned it a couple of times here, but we have um, um, one client who has two, three daughters. Um, two daughters are doing fine, but the one is mentally challenged. She works at McDonald's, and she does about all she can do there. And, you know, it's something for her to do. But there's no way that she could handle her finances. And so she's on some sort of uh, Social Security disability, too, because she's really never going to be able to work much. McDonald's just kind of um, people there know her and bring her in and love her. Um, but if mom and dad were to leave them a bunch of money, it may create some problems down the road. So that's where the planning process comes in. All right, do we set up a, a, some sort of trust for that daughter? And do we, you know, some so much income comes out every year for her basic needs, you know, her food or clothing or housing, all those other types of things. Those things that come into play all the time. Or if you have, you know, like I said earlier, if you have uh, children, if you have just for whatever reason, one just can't seem to get on the right path right now, and you don't want to enable that child going further to, to stay in that wrong path, maybe you need to sit down, maybe you need to get into, um, all right, we're going to leave X amount of this child. And I'll give you an example, Walter. Um, one time when we're talking to the attorney, the client says, you know what, I only want this child to get as much money out as he earns. So in other words, he had to go to work. He had to work to, to get money out of that trust. And that was quite, uh, in this situation, it was quite liberating for him because he went to work, started getting his life back together. And then I'd say four or five years later, he met all the criteria and then it was his and he stayed on that good path. So there's lots of things that you can do going so forward. So that was sort of like a match, like for, for every dollar you make, yeah. you can take that out of the You can take that out of, your, out of that trust, yep. Interesting. So if you don't work, you get nothing. So that's, that's a good... A good, um, you know, way to get people motivated. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So you can get pretty creative in this part process. It sounds like you can get very creative. Yeah. I mean, I've seen lots of things, and like you know, we could talk about the whole show about the things I've seen. We sit down with attorneys and we craft things up for you know whatever situation you're trying to you're trying to accomplish. So I realize this is a spectrum, but wh where do most people fall? When it comes to this legacy conversation, are people trying to leave a lot of money to the kids and grandkids, or are they more focused on their own retirement lifestyle? And eh, if anything's left, great, I'll leave it behind. It's kind of a sliding scale. When, okay. when we, we sit down, we talk to people when they first come in, it's like, I'm focused on me. Whatever's left, we'll give it to the grandkids. Now, as they get older, you know, they've done all the things they wanted to do, and, and they're not maybe as, as active as they used to be. Now, the, the focus changes to, all right. I want to. I want to make sure my grandkids, my kids. I want to make sure that they get the most they can. So it's kind of a sliding scale. Now, recently, the last probably four or five people come in, didn't care about the kids or grandkids, which is all right with me because you work for it, you earned it. Let's let's have the fun. So they were planning all types of stuff. But I'm. I'm the assumption is that when they get older, that will probably be in that sliding scale that I was talking about, and then that the kids and the grandkids will come back into play. But for right now, they're living it up. They're having fun, and they can do it. And God bless them. Very cool. Good to know. All right. Last but not least, maybe we can just cover a few basic mistakes. If somebody's getting ready to go down this estate planning journey, what are some basic mistakes that you see people make that we can just kind of check off our list right here off the bat? 
Well, a couple of things. The powers of attorney that we mentioned, you got to have those put in place. Financial powers of attorney, health powers of attorney. But the other things that I'll see quite often is you'll go to an attorney, you'll get a trust. The people walk out of the office, they got this big book, they got a trust, they feel good. But when they come into the office, I'll say, uh, did you title stuff over? Did you fund that trust? And what do I mean by that trust? That trust is just an empty glass until you physically put things into that trust and fill that glass up. So a big telltale sign for me is, how's your checking account come? Does it come in the name of the trust or does it come in you and your spouse's name? If it's you and your spouse's name, most of the time that means that's not in your trust. How does your deeds come? How does your taxes come? Are they in the, in the trust or they come to you? All these types of things. So if you bought a trust, make sure it's funded. We see that a lot here in the office where the attorney may say, you know, all right, now you need to do this, this, and this. Some attorneys will do it all for you. It depends who you're working with. But make sure your trust is funded. Make sure you got those powers of attorney. Make sure you have beneficiaries. Let me give you an example, Walter. If you have a bank account and you have... You know, you and Connie is on there, and then you have children down the road. You put your children on as beneficiary. If you don't, something happens to you and Connie. What happens to that money? Oh, big big trouble. It goes through probate, yeah. right? Yeah, it goes through probate. We Problems. see that all the time. Beneficiaries are an easy way to make sure nothing goes through probate. If you have one or two houses, the trust, ladybird deeds sometimes work out in estate planning. Uh, plan, uh, state planning. That's what we did in my dad's house, and we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. He just recently passed away. No probate there either. So those things need to be put in place, and that's why the attorneys are a pretty, you know, pr- a pretty good um, integral part when we're sitting down and we start doing this estate planning. We need to get them involved, and we need to get, all get on the same page and work together towards a common goal. Very helpful. Good information across the board when it comes to legacy and estate planning. We're just scratching the surface, folks. This is some basic info, but if you want to get into more details about your specific estate planning and legacy plan goals, definitely reach out to Kevin and start that conversation. You'll be able to put this conversation into the bigger picture of your overall financial and retirement plan as well. It's really important. These things go hand in hand. They don't live in a vacuum. So got to make sure it's all working together. But a lot of people will actually start with this conversation uh, because it might be the thing that's most important to them or something that they feel conflicted about and need some guidance and help figuring it all out. Or they're just overwhelmed because they have that assumption, I'm going to have to hire an attorney and it just sounds expensive and like it's too much work and it's really not as bad as you think it is. And uh, by going through this process really sets you up nicely for uh, more confidence in your financial and retirement plan. So pick up the phone, give Kevin a call and have this conversation. You can reach him by dialing 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick note, and Kevin and the team will be back in touch with you. Kevin's based in Pinconning. That's where the office is, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. Come in, say hello, have a conversation about your financial future. 888-885-PLAN. Make sure you're on the right track. 888-885-PLAN. Or as we said earlier, quintuple eight five plan number to call. <laughs> We're coming up on today's show, so stay with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Welcome back to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's time to get to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. Kevin, there have been various versions of this game played on radio and TV programs, especially in the sports world, throughout the years. And it's uh, underrated, overrated, or rightly rated, or correctly rated in some realms. So uh, we throw out a thing or a, or a you know situation or whatever it may be, and you let us know. Do they get does it get the right amount of pomp and circumstance, or are we over or under the bar here? So understand the game. I think I do. All right. So here's today's topic: avocados. <laughs> are they overrated, <laughs> underrated, or rightly rated? 
You know, if you'd have asked me 10 years ago, I would have said they're overrated. But, boy, I sure love them now, so I think they're underrated now. Interesting. Um, what yeah, changed you your know, mind? Well, I started going down to North Carolina, down to Paul's office, and then we go to a couple of restaurants down there, uh, Mexican rest- restaurants, and they yeah. make it fresh right in front of you, and they had all the ingredients. Oh, my goodness, is that good stuff. You so know? You're, are you more of a guacamole fan, and like the, the avocados are obviously the main ingredient there, or like would just a straight of avocado a, would you ever eat? I'm a, I'll eat avocado on salads. I love it too. But okay, I love yeah. I, I love the guacamole. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to um, CJ's here in town and you have their salad, they put great avocado on theirs, and it's it's always great tasting. And and that when I go down to North Carolina, I can't wait to go down there and have that guac down there too. So it's always good. You know, Connie just bought a big bag of limes for a recipe that she was working on, and now there's just a bunch of limes sitting in there. I'm kind of thinking I might stop and get some avocados tonight and uh, come oh, back yeah. and make a little guac- guacamole. That sounds really good. That and a little <laughs> chip. Oh, yeah. You're making me hungry already. Yeah, sounds great. I, I definitely am the exact same. Ten years ago, I'd have been like, ew, what is an avocado and why would I want one? And now I feel like they're underrated because I eat them all the time. I like putting them in smoothies. They just make it super creamy. Oh, yeah. um, I'm with you. They're so good on salads. I don't know what it is about a sliced avocado on salad. Just something about that creaminess with the leaves it just does a really nice job and obviously with the guac but i even really like um doing this to avocados so obviously slice them in half take out the pit and then fill up the the hole with like a little bit of uh, hot sauce and i'll just eat the avocado straight out of the straight out of the skin with a a hot sauce kind of mixes in with it and Mm. just super healthy snack to eat that way so that's kind of fun and we've even grilled them before Put a put an egg in the hole and then put it on the grill, uh, open faced, and then the egg cooks inside of the uh, of the avocado. That's really good. You can do that in the oven too. That um, sounds really good. Wrap it in bacon now. Now we're going to go one step further, right? There you go. I like that <laughs> idea. Yeah, wrap it in bacon. <laughs> yeah. We've done it too, where I've grilled them face down so that they actually get grill marks on the on the avocado. And then when you flip it up, put a little bit of soy sauce in the middle. Again, kind of bringing a little bit of that salt to balance out that creaminess. But now you get these little grill marks in there and you get a little bit of that, a little bit of that smoke and that smell from whatever you've previously cooked or been cooking while you cook the avocados. That's a really cool idea as well. And a warm avocado kind of gives you a little, little something different too. So. Well, I'm betting we're making lots of people hungry right now. We probably are, yeah. Unless they hate avocados and think they're yeah. overrated, then they're like dying right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe we just changed their mind, yes. That's right. So yeah. e- even with people overpaying for simple avocado toast these days, you might think it's overrated, but it sounds like you and I, Kevin, still think avocados get uh, get underrated. That they're, they're I do. I love it pretty anymore. Good deal. Yep. All right. Very good. That's getting to know Kevin a little bit better on the show today. Back to the financial talk and help coming up next. No need to make things hard on yourself. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Learn a simpler way to invest. Thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. Walter Strolled here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. We're online at insightfolios.com. You can go there to click the listen button, ask questions, or listen to past episodes of the show. Again, that's at insightfolios.com. Also, don't forget that if you'd like to go down that retirement planning journey a little bit more, but you want some more information before you get there, don't forget to request a free copy of Kevin's Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's a physical box that Kevin's going to get for you, free, packed with books, special reports on saving money, 
taxes, proper income planning, and general retirement preparation. There's an audio CD in there, plus a few other goodies that Kevin rotates in from time to time into that uh, into that toolkit. It will help you take the first steps to learning how to achieve a worry-free retirement, and it's a great first step for a lot of people who are dipping that toe into the retirement planning waters. If you want to get that free toolkit, all you have to do is call and ask for it, 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, just say, hey, I'd like to get that toolkit. Here's the way to get back in touch with me, and Gavin and the team will reach out and set you up. 888-885-PLAN is that number. Time to answer some listener questions here on the show. We've got at least one on the docket today. This one's from Randy. Here's what Randy says, Kevin. My parents have come to the realization that they're not going to spend all of their money, so instead of leaving us a big inheritance, they're going to start gifting us money now. We've been doing a good job of saving for our own retirement, and we don't have any debts. So what's our best use for this money? Our kids are 11 and 13. Should we just set it aside for college for them? Hmm, that's a that's a good thing that we just talked about all, all morning here, isn't it, Walter? Yeah, that this, this is that this legacy and estate planning talk. conversation. Yeah, yeah. So the, obviously mom and dad are on that sliding scale, Randy, and then now you're, you've done a good job because you're debt-free. Uh, I don't know your age, but that's good. But your question is, you've done a good job for saving. Do you save more or do you put it in your kids or college? So there's an easy answer to that, sort of an easy answer. Walter, you know where I'm going. But let's look at your plan first, uh, Randy, for you and your spouse. Let's make sure before you start giving money away or putting it away for, for college, let's make sure that you're on track, that you can, you're, you're going to get to retirement. There's going to be as worry-free retirement as you can. And if so... Well, yeah, then there's nothing wrong with setting up a college uh, fund for the kids. You know, you can go through the states, you can go, you know, UGMA accounts, you can do all kinds of stuff for the kids um, to make sure that um, that money's set aside for them. Now, one word of caution here, if you use certain accounts for them, you got to be careful because when they are 18 years old, by law, that has to be put into their name. So if that's not what you're looking for, if that's not uh, what you had in mind, then maybe you want to keep that in a separate account, and then you're going to fund the, the kids' college from there. So it boils down to, are you number one, Randy, are you really sure? Do you have a plan? And you're looking at that plan, you're on track. If not, well, then let's talk a little bit further. Let's make sure how do we get you back on track. And if you are on track, yes, there's several options for the kids. You know, and then um, you can help out with college. You can help out with whatever comes down the road. And then the other good thing about this, Walter, is, Randy, your parents, they get to see that money used while they're alive. We have a lot of clients that are in my office. They, they do exactly what's going on now. Listen, we've done the things we wanted to do. We were spending the money. Now we want to leave it to the kids and grandkids. And I want to see it while I'm alive. I just don't want to leave it when I'm gone because I don't know how it's spent. I want to see the joy. I want to get enjoyment out of helping my family and seeing the joy that they're doing and all of the things that come along with it. So, Randy, stop in, give me a call. I'd be happy to go down both sides of that with you and give you some good ideas on either side. And maybe there's a split. Maybe we could fund yours a little bit more. Maybe we could um, put more money in or put some some of that those dollars aside for college for the kids, too. But you don't know until you sit down and you do that planning process. It's a great point, but it is a great question. Thanks for sending that in to us, Randy. And here is the number to call. If you have questions like this, often that's how a relationship with Kevin gets started uh, when it comes to planning for your financial future and retirement. It's not, hey, come look at all of this stuff I've got. It's, hey, I've got this simple question. And then that question leads to more questions, and that's what ultimately leads to a full-blown financial plan. But you can start simple with maybe just something that's on your mind, like this question from Randy. Maybe it's something else. You've got a medical uh, issue coming up 
and you want to know how to handle it financially. Uh, maybe you're a business owner and you're trying to wonder how you're going to handle that transition into retirement if most of your income is wrapped up in, in that business that you're no longer going to be working in and how do you handle the sale of that to help fund your retirement if all of your quote-unquote money for retirement is tied up in your business. Uh, these are all great questions and often things that spark people to go down this road of financial and retirement planning. So get proper guidance from somebody who's not only local but also been in the business for over three decades and brings that experience to the table each and every day. Call 888-885-PLAN with your questions. That's 888-885-7526. You can also go online to insightfolios.com or just stop by the office anytime during the week if you're out and about in the Pinconning area and want to come have a conversation. Uh, that happens all the time, more than you would think. Uh, Kevin has people just dropping by or picking up the phone, giving a call during the middle of the week to spark up these conversations too. And uh, I think that's just the very approachable way and nature uh, Kevin runs things. 888-885-PLAN is your number to call, though, right now if you don't want to procrastinate and wait until later on. That's 888-885-PLAN. All right, Kevin, that wraps things up for our first episode of 2024. Thank you for all your help and guidance, and hope you have a great rest of your weekend. You too, Walter. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. I hope everybody is off to a good start this new year, and we'll talk to you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.